Hi, and welcome to Season 2 of Big Sound Small Town, the podcast that spotlights the talented and diverse musicians in small towns and communities. This season, we're branching out to include the community of people who make it possible for musicians to be able to perform their music. The producers, the recording engineers, the venue owners, and many others. And as always, the small town musicians. Remember, small town doesn't mean small talent. Hear their stories. Today on Big Sound Small Town, my guest is the founder and front man of the Dance and Fleas, Mr. Jason Linebrook. Hi, Sammy. Hey, Jason. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Thank All you right. Much. So, so you want to hear a little bit about the Fleas? Yes, I do. Okay. So I can't fully take credit for founding the Fleas. Um, I've got to lay that credit at the feet of David Melton. Okay. So six years ago... This is a um, wonderful day that happened. I walk into Shelby Music with my daughter, and who was 16 at the time, and we look up on the wall and there's a poster for Shelby's Ukulele Club for their oh. first meeting coming up. And so we were looking at that poster and I said to her, I said, Galaxy, uh, we should be in a ukulele club. And she said, that's absolutely right. We hadn't ever played ukuleles at that point. (laughs) So we bought ukuleles and then shortly thereafter went to the first club meeting and learned how to play them and played with David for a couple years and uh, really as a ukulele club. So it was just a sort of strum along, sing along, and then he worked us up to do some performances. Back when Newt's was still here, we yeah. did some performances at Newt's. As a three-piece? Well, there were there were about five or six of us okay. at the band at that time. I think, actually, we may have even had a few more. It was a very fluid right. lineup. We had uh, a stand-up bass player that would come sit in with oh, us, yeah. a bluegrass bass player. And yeah. we had, uh, you know, David would, would uh, play pedal steel sometimes. Yeah. And so we had a, it was just a, a ever shifting lineup and we actually rehearsed in Don Gibson's old apartment above Shelby Music. Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of that. So um, after a couple years of that, there was a group of us that really wanted to take it to the next step and we wanted to be a performing group. And so, so the people who didn't have time to dedicate you know, practices once or twice every week, plus right. shows in town and out of town eventually, uh, sort of stepped away from the group and the rest of us pushed forward. And now we have a nine piece uh, ukulele band. So the across the front, if we, if we get our way and we set up the way we want, we set up seven microphones across the front of the stage. Okay. Most, most venues we play don't have seven microphones true, ready for us. So true. we carry seven microphones okay. and stands with us. We set up seven across the front and we have our seven major, you know, sorry, our ukulele players across the right. front playing everything from the concert length uh, ukuleles to we have, right. we have a few that play tenor right. and I play a baritone right. for some of the songs in the show and play uh, banjo okay, on a couple yeah, other right. songs. Mm-hmm. And then we have our U-bass player, uh, America's Rock and Roll Mayor, Stan Anthony. Yes. And we have Greg Scholl, Dr. Scholl on the drums. And so we have a, a full-time percussionist with us now. And, you know, Stan plays the U-bass. Yeah. So we really have, most of the time, we have eight ukuleles playing plus drums. Now, are, are we playing uh, 
unison? Are we playing harmonies? Are we playing both? So it depends. So when we're working on an arrangement of a song, often we all start playing the same or attempting to play right. the same strum patterns, right. the same, the, you know, play in unison. Right. And then as we become more comfortable with the song, we start figuring out, yeah, okay, parts, well, yeah. uh, and usually the way our parts are working is we'll have um, someone who's going to play lead. Right. Uh, we might have someone who's doing some finger picking right. and you know, sort of arpeggiating the stuff, right. uh, the, the, the rhythm. And then we'll have just sort of a steady strum in the background, right. and sometimes we'll feature, we'll have people who do a few oh, yeah. featured gotcha. parts in it, you know, little snippets of melody or things like that. Now, so, are there vocals with this? Yes. So, uh, with the Fleas, we have, that's the reason we have seven microphones across the front, is we have six people who sing, and I am also in the band. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, I need a microphone because I do most of the talking between right. the songs and, and try to keep the, the show lively yeah, as no if problem. we need any help yeah. keeping the show lively. But uh, And I also play some wind instruments okay. into, the, into well, the mic. I was going to with that is did uh, this, the ukulele is not your first uh, venture into music, is it? Right, so I started playing flute when I was 13 okay, and cool. did the whole middle school or junior high at that time. Right. Junior high band, high school band experience. Um, bought a guitar when I was 22 and uh, messed around on it and never really learned to play it wow. well and held on to it for a long time. And then probably about 10 years ago, picked it up again yeah. and really started trying to, to learn. And then six years ago, picked up the ukulele. Uh, but now I just want to play anything I can put my hands on. Oh, so yeah, I'm yeah, learning piano, yeah. um, learning, um, I, I, we have a little side project band called Papa Collar in the Hindquarters, mm -hmm. and we're a blues band and I oh. play guitar in that. Oh, okay. So I'm, cool. I'm really working hard every day on my yeah. guitar chops and um, trying to, Get that up to where I want it to be. Can you not incorporate like the Jethro Toll uh, from the, with the flute? To so we have in our current set we have three songs where I play flute. Okay. Uh, you know ukulele classics like War's Lowrider. Yeah. You know songs that you would automatically think of when you think of ukuleles. Um, and yeah, the. I, I'm thinking, I was thinking <laughs> that um, so no, no, recently we added in uh, going up the country. Yeah. So I do the flute. So you can do the part for that. that. Mm -hmm. yeah. And we do low rider. And instead of the horns, the right. bum, 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 yeah. bum. So I play all that on flute. on flute. Yeah. And then we have Rock and Robin. And so our version of Rock and Robin starts off with beautiful harmonies. Like I said, we have six amazing singers in the band, and they can harmonize like sweet That's songbirds. Great. Yeah. And so we start that song off with some harmonies, and I play tin whistle on okay. that song, and then play a flute solo about oh, halfway okay. through the song. That's pretty so, cool. Yeah. And different. Very yes, different. Yes, yes, yes. Now, that being said, have you had trouble booking your band? So it's, it's it, I, mean, I don't know if, if you would consider it trouble or not. Like, we have definitely had some busy times. And we play about as many shows as we can play, right. all of us being professionals right. in other fields. Yeah. Uh, so for instance, within the last, we had a, we had a two week period, actually a one week period, where we played a sh two shows in Shelby, uh, both private shows, a party and a private show for a business. We also played an Oktoberfest at yeah. Freight Yard. 
and we were on the bill with uh, the band that opened up for us who I thought were awesome drove all the way from Detroit really? so they were touring bands on this bill <laughs> right. um, and we also played Oscar Blues yeah. in that you know that yeah. same short period wow. of time so, and those are good venues right so we've, we've you know as far as like finding places to play around Shelby sometimes that's a little challenging yeah. um, because for one thing, stages have to be big enough yeah, to hold a nine-piece band. Mm -hmm. And uh, even the stage at Oscar Blues, we had uh, four people on the stage sure. and five people off the stage. Yeah. And, you know, that becomes its own challenge it being is. that yeah. big of a band. It is. That's uh, a challenge for being any size. A lot of venues is a challenge for any size of band, right. much less nine players. Right. <laughs> so, right. I mean, that's, that's a lot. Now, do you, do you book the... Your, you yes. know the shows or do you have a booking agent? So uh, I handle the booking. We also have uh, help from Joe Kendrick. Joe's a wonderful person. Yes, he is. So, so Joe and I have known each other for a long time and we actually went to college together, although we were we did not really know each other in college, but we were both right. DJs at WXYC in Chapel Hill together. And so um, Joe puts in the word for us uh, at, and you know, was instrumental in getting shows like the Freight Yard Show. Yeah. Joe so. could probably put you on some festivals, which I think your act would be a good festival act. Yes. Know? So our, our one of our highlights so far is we got to play Leaf. Yeah, Leaf is great. So yes. it was we played and the I family could see stage. Where, yes, right. I could see where you would fit Leaf. Very and well. uh, that was one of the best experiences. We played five shows over the course of Leaf. Yeah. And uh, two were plugged in, two were unplugged, and one wow. was a uh, parade. Oh. And but getting to hang out backstage I with agree. the artists, um, I mean, Mavis Staples was I on that bill. I couldn't get close enough to say hi to Mavis because you can't get close uh, to Mavis. <laughs> yes, but, I, uh, <laughs> I've done. I've played Lee several times, and yes, it's a lot of fun. I, mean, I, I really enjoyed it. Yes. So we've we've done a few. Uh, we're regulars at Art of Sound yeah. and play in the main outdoor stage yeah. now, which is great. Yeah, which is great. More uh, exposure that. Yes, way. Yeah. I, I mean this time getting to come on right before Scott Moss's group was yeah. amazing, and and getting to stick around for them in Acoustic Syndicate was awesome. Trust, trust me, you want to go on before both of those bands. Right, not after. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was very happy with how we were placed on yeah, the bill. Yeah, that's a that's a good placing on the bill. Yeah. 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 yeah, so it's uh, we and we've played some some quirky shows. You know, um, it would, it's it's always uh, funny to me the kind of people who want to book uh, a nine piece ukulele right. band. So we've played everything from we've played church shows where we yeah. played you know played old time. We went way back with these songs, right. uh, gospel songs. To we played uh, Sims Legion Park. You yeah. know, played the stadium yeah. for uh, a beer festival. So just you know, whatever we can get, we just love being on stage and the personalities in the band. We are we are uh, we are not background music. Now, <laughs> it's, uh, now, we command that, attention. <laughs> also, you do create attention by now. You also wear different stuff than than most bands right right so we have uh we have our our sort of typical uniform are these bright uh flamingo covered hawaiian shirts yeah. and um although we were all we we actually skipped the uniform at our last show played halloween at newgrass and we oh. all went uh in costume but and they even let me sing a song which oh, that's uh, great. which i'm sure they regret but it went over really well <laughs> it was a lot of fun yeah that sounds like it was a lot of fun yeah yeah, but but on stage we're just a bunch of hams, and um, we just refuse to, 
you know, we're we're just constant, we're constantly with the antics, you know, trying to get people like, look up here, listen, so interact with us. So it's entertainment as much as it oh, is yes. music. Yes, okay. yes. Yeah. So we used to really call ourselves a, a comedy band, right. and I. I don't think of us in that way anymore, although I think some of our songs certainly have comedic elements. Yeah. Uh, I really think of us more now as what, you know, whereas the comedy may have carried us in the past, I think what carries us now is we can now play and, right. and, play. and perform. Right, the music is <laughs> right. good and the rest of yes. it is just uh, additional entertainment. If, if people are laughing and smiling, that's that's yeah. all good. Kind of vaudeville, yeah. Kind yeah, of. right, right. So like at Freight Yard, I, we had this moment where there are these kind of jaded hipsters like sitting in the background and kind of you know they were right. you know acting like as if they might be too cool for what was going on right. and we just turned it up to 11 and That's we great. had them smiling and laughing and eventually singing along you know we we do we do we have a pretty eclectic and wacky set of songs that we play um you know everything from we do a version of hotel california to we do a mashup of uh, Valerie with Kung Fu Fighting. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, we kick off our show with a mashup of Twist and Shout and La Bamba. You, you do you that know. every show? That's, what that's, you that's our at. typical opener, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, we typically go from that into uh, Nine Days a Week. Yeah. So Nine Days a Week is our, um, is our comeback to the Beatles Eight Days, eight a, week days a Week because uh, according to the lore we've created, they took our song seven days a week and had to one up us. All right. So now we got to one up them. <laughs> That's great. With nine days a week. That's great. That's really good. I like that. <laughs> and then we go into uh, our our theme song, "The Fleas Are Here." So so you have a, a, a choreographed first part of your show. We do, and 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 it goes over so well. We really want to try to start working more into, right. you know. Um, Last year, I saw the ukulele orchestra of Great Britain perform. Yeah, let's go into that. You've sure. taken this. You've taken. Your ukulele talents someplace other than Cleveland County. Yeah, so I North uh, Carolina. I went to uh, I saw them. We actually most of the band went to see uh, Ukulele Orchestra of Great Britain perform, and they are a I think they've got about nine people in the band right now, and they've performed all over the world. I mean, they've performed everywhere, and they had this very they had their their patter down to a science, and they had this really choreographed show, and it was super entertaining, and, and I just, I, I loved every moment of right. it, like, okay, we want to emulate that. But uh, on, the, on the England tip, um, so we, uh, a few, a couple of us recently got back from England where we played uh, two gigs at a festival in St. Ives, and it was incredible. I'm sure it was. And we got to go over there and play with our sister group, the Dancing Fleet Orchestra, one of my favorite most wonderful group of people I've ever performed with or I've ever even hung out with. Are they, are they, is this an English band, a Scottish band? Yeah, so they're, they're an English band from the southern part of England, from the Cornwall uh, area, okay. and um, they're a ukulele club, and so they do big sing-alongs. Um, they have sometimes as many as 30 members performing, and they all strum and sing along, and they have so much, uh, like, joy yeah. and... Uh, enthusiasm they were very very fun to play with and uh, so we we were contacted by mistake from this festival in England okay uh, because they were trying to get the British Dancing Fleet Orchestra and they st instead got America's premier ukulele party band the Dancing Fleas <laughs> and so I we had corresponded with our our, our sister group uh, in England through Facebook for a, a while and so uh, I pointed them in the right direction, this festival in the right direction. 
But then I contacted the British police and I said, you know, hey, we'd like to do this too. It's a little bit of a commute, but um, how do you feel about having somebody else jump in? And they said, well, we're not playing that festival. We're playing one a few miles away. Let's do this. Ah. So um, my daughter and I went across uh, to England and played two shows. We played a show right on the wharf in, in St. Ives, and it was awesome. And we played a show at the Tate Gallery. Now, did you do this individually, or did you play with the Dancing Fleet Orchestra? We played with the Dancing Fleet Orchestra. Yes, yeah. yes. So, uh, And our uh, approaches to the songs are really different. Yeah. And as a result, when we, and we had very little rehearsal time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I sort of sure. showed up, and we, we walked through the songs about half an hour before we went on. But um, they brought something that I was missing and I brought something I think they were missing, and uh, we came back, you know, all full of energy and right. ready to do it again. I oh, want to yeah. go over this September and play a week of shows. That would be great. We we got a, a, a wonderful reception from those from the people, and um, and I guess uh, you know, being the hams that we are, my daughter and I attracted a good bit of attention as we're walking out of St. Ives to catch a train back to London to fly back to America. We're walking up the street and we get stopped two or three times by people on the street saying, hey, where are you playing today? I saw your show yesterday. And we had to say, well, we've got to go back to America. And they were just just crestfallen. That's, no. That's great. That's <laughs> fabulous. So I, I, I want to go back and play again. That's yeah, that a lot of fun. Are you going to, can you entice other members of uh, the dancing place? So right now, like, so we, we don't really, um, we, we making a big profit from this isn't really what motivates us because it's music, it's Trust music me, it's right? <laughs> <laughs> so, but making some money is good because yeah. now we can have a little kitty and try to defray the cost right. of and see how many people we can get over there. Right. I would love to take the entire you know nine piece group over there. I think we would knock them knock them out of their socks. That's good. That would um, be good. And and so that's that's one of our goals for 2020 is to play some shows, put a little money in the bank and then try see to subsidize that trip, subsidize that, that be, trip. That would be great. Yeah. That's really good. Are you going to play something? Sure. Uh, I'll I'll play a little something here. Um
It's beautiful. <laughs> and you are the first person to play Avalon any of my shows, yes. It's a little song I wrote called Take a Chance on Fleas. Oh, that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's great. That's really good. Uh, that tell it, uh, for the listeners, that was a baritone um, ukulele that he was playing. So a tenor with a low G. So it gets oh, that, yeah. So it gets that nice low. Uh, so the, the tuning is G, C, E, A. And you have that nice low G sound instead of your typical ukulele. Right. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I see you also brought an electric. I did. So, I, um, you know, it's getting, I can describe it since we're talking sure. about things in the radio world. But what I have here is a solid body um, electric baritone. And it is, uh, so it plays like a little guitar in a lot of ways. Um, it's a sort of, you know, pretty standard kind of guitar shape, um, but it has some nice little features. I can I can connect it via Bluetooth if I want to. I actually run it wirelessly on stage, and so this is what I'm playing uh, in songs like Hotel California, running it through a full pedal board. So uh, you know, running it. Uh, I guess what's in that pedal board? Okay. Well, I mean, I can I can walk you through the chain real quick. Yeah. Uh, so I've got a three-way input. Uh, an ABC input uh, into a tuner, yeah. into chorus, delay, uh, a flanger, um, a reverb, uh, and I don't run, I mean, on Hotel California, I actually run the flanger mostly on that, uh, and uh, a Voodoo Labs micro vibe, oh, uh, cool. and then running that into uh, a Weeping Demon wah pedal, yeah. and I've got a distortion on there if I, if I want. I've got the Dr. J Arsenal distortion. And we, then what do you run that into? So I'm running that into a Fender Mustang II okay. uh, modeling amp. Mm -hmm. But I think I'm going to, I'm considering switching that out. At home, I play with a, a Black Star tube amp, and I'm thinking about swapping those out. It's uh, heavier, though. A lot it, heavier yeah, to carry. It is, but man, it sounds so oh, good, you know. So, uh, but, you know, so we. You know, on, on a song like Hotel California, when it gets to that solo at the yeah. end, and then if I just step up and just rip it out, it's awesome to see people not expect that yeah. from a ukulele, yeah. you know, because yeah, we're, cool. we're all just sort of strumming through the chords, and then here it comes, and you see people kind of sit on the edge of their seat or kind of cock their head to the side yeah. or, or maybe even stand up and look alarmed. <laughs> it's, it's a lot of fun. That is, that's just yeah. really good. Yeah, you're 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 selling this pretty good. I think our <laughs> listeners should be excited to see this. Absolutely. If you're looking for a good time, you need to come out and see America's premier ukulele party band, the Dancing Fleas. We're always a good time live. Jason Leinberger of the Dancing Fleas, and uh, he's telling us about his shows, their shows. Uh, tell us what else we can see at the show. So in our live performance, um, you'll get everything from lightly choreographed dancing to uh, we we 
have Laura Wheeler, who's an incredible uh, dan tap dancer, clogger, singer okay. on the band. And uh, so one of the first songs that we did that really caught people's attention was we started doing Wipeout. Yeah. And so I'll jump down off stage. I'm, I'm running my baritone wirelessly and I'll kick in the reverb and, and push up the gain a little bit and jump down off stage and start playing Wipeout. And Laura comes out in front of the band and does the drum solo with, oh, with taps, taps. I, that is cool and I people that, love it that is really it. cool yeah i'm sure and so we have people just sort of clapping along um do you encourage audience oh yeah yeah, yeah so we um we were so happy uh we played a show at the senior center recently and uh they loved us and we had a great time playing for them we played uh, at Newgrass on Halloween night, mm -hmm. and a couple from the senior center came out, oh, that's, that's and great. we went into Stand By Me, and they came down uh, into the area it, right in front of the stage and danced, Dance. and it was wonderful. Yeah, we loved it. So yeah, at, at the Halloween show, we played the time warp, and we had a group of people all doing the time warp. Uh, and then, so... Uh, our song list varies from old songs, like we do Brand New Key, and on that one I play Slide Whistle and Bike Horn and oh, Bike yeah. Bell, and to, um, you know, we do a version of Old Town Road, so oh. we're doing, you know, <laughs> new stuff, um, and uh, everything in between, we, we do, uh, we've done some Don Gibson tunes, yeah. we've... Um, We've done some rock and roll. We, we do old time rock and roll. We used yeah. to do that, but we do it about four times faster than uh, Bob Seger and very punk. Yeah. Um, and we've done, uh, <laughs> we do Wild Thing occasionally, and I uh, sing that song as if I were an Elvis impersonator. Um, <laughs> And play the ocarina solo on it. Oh, okay. Uh, so it's uh, you know if if you're if what you're looking for is is out of your norm, you know, right. uh, a, a set of curveballs that you never saw coming. That's what you know we're going to give. So, that's great. I mean yeah. that is that is an alternative form of entertainment. Absolutely. And and I think it's beautiful that a place like Shelby in Cleveland County can support a band. Yeah. You know, if if we play Newgrass on a on a Thursday night and we double their normal, you know, sure. attendance, that just shows me that that people want to have a good time and they they're do. out to have fun. And if that fun isn't what they expected, or you know, we we get a good blend of our regular fans yeah. who come out for all I the was shows. Getting ready and, to ask you, did you have a fan base? We do. We have people who will travel. Oh, that's, um, that was where I was going. Do they travel? Yes. We so we have. Um, so we, we used to call them the flea bitten. Uh, we have a group that calls themselves the flea bags. I was, well, that's where I was going to go with this, but uh, I, then I was thinking better of it, but right. you said it, yeah. So uh, they'll come out to our shows and they'll dance and cut up and, and cheer for the songs they like. Uh, but so a lot of our shows now, we, we've seemed to really have caught on in, uh, we've been playing more shows in that sort of Spartanburg, Greenville yeah. kind of area. Uh, but also in, we played Saluda in Asheville recently, yeah. and we, our show at Saluda was just... Well, all bands find oh, pockets, you yeah, know, that work, great. that work, so that's good. That's a pretty artsy area, too. That, that, yeah, so. and, and, and I think, I don't know what it was about um, the show in Saluda, but the, we played a three-hour show wow. in Saluda, and we don't like to take breaks because we all want to be on stage, and also we don't like it when you take a break and people walk away, yeah, so <laughs> we want to make sure they're all, so we came to Saluda with like 38 songs in our set, and, you know, wow. just played 
pretty much three hours straight. And we had people who's a lot, like more than half the audience stayed for the entire three hours. That's great. And uh, they were a wonderful audience. And, and that, that, the, that energy means so much for us. You know, as a performer, you really get back when, what the audience has given you. Right. And when we're uh, in a situation like that, I can just feel everybody you know, just cranking it up. And, yeah. you know, we, we sometimes kick it into this high gear where we're all just clicking. And uh, that makes all the practices and all the travel worthwhile when you have that moment when everything comes together and yeah, all the harmonies you know, sync up and the solos sound great and the strumming's on, on rhythm and the sound is balanced nicely. Do you have a sound man? We do have a sound man. So, so we're talking 10 pieces to go. <laughs> right? He does have a shirt. So he's... he's uh, so, so I do... Uh, I guess you travel together. Do y'all caravan? Right, okay. right. So we haven't gone to the, the route of a... The church a, bus. A, of a band, van, a band vehicle yet. Yeah. Right. Uh, and the farthest we've traveled for a show... Is it much more than two hours? Yeah. And that's about sort of our range right now. Um, but I'd love to see us expand that in 2020. I think personally that we would be an amazing cruise band. <laughs> I think playing like a little room, you know, on a cruise, I think we would find that an audience would really enjoy us. So we're fun and accessible, and we play songs people can sing along to, True. and I think that that would be a lot of fun. That's great. So, and we're the kind that just go for it. Yeah. So we're. You know, the, there's nothing to be gained unless you, you try. So True. I'm going to, I'll try, yeah. you know, I'll contact some cruise lines this year. Sure. We'll see what happens. And if it doesn't happen, well, it doesn't happen. As with you anything, know. you have to be in it to win it or you have to, you have to right. go where it is that's right. in order to, if you sit and don't do it, it won't happen. Exactly. Right. And that's, that's our attitude in general. And you have a pretty good attitude. So I think if it. That's another thing, too, about booking your own bands and all. When people say no, you kind of get your feelings hurt. Right. But if you can keep a positive attitude and stay with it, uh, it works out in the end. Yeah. And you know, the, so it's, what's great about having a, a person like Joe on our side is, and, and, and he and I are both still co-booking everything, right. but people don't know me or trust my taste but they, but they, they Joe. trust Joe's taste and when he tells them it's going to be a good time people are going to have fun they're like oh we'll, we'll take a chance once they take a chance on fleas we're in there yeah we, we played the Oscar Blues show and they didn't really know what to expect right. but man we had that whole place just hopping it was amazing it was packed out and That's people right. were singing along and you know, it was so much energy, and, and we get off the stage, and, you know, we're, we're putting stuff away, and they're all like, when will you be back? We need, we need more of this. So wow. I, I love that. That's you great. Know, they just got to see us one time, and then, then they know how much fun it's going to be. Man, that's just fabulous. <laughs> I mean, that's a positive, feel-good story there. Yes, yes. And something that I'm – it's just your whole deal, Jason, is, is different. Mm -hmm. I like it. I like the positive attitude. If the rest of the people have as good an attitude yeah. as you have, I, I fully believe it's a wonderful, entertaining show. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I do appreciate you your time for coming by and enlightening us. You know, because <laughs> Glad um, to do it. I'm excited. I'm. 
I haven't had a chance to see a full show, so I, I can't. Got to come out for a full show. It's right. it, you know, it's it's going to be a good time. That sounds really good. <laughs> Thank you again. You're welcome.